Stu, what are you doing? Making chocolate pudding. It's four o'clock in the morning. Why on earth are you making chocolate pudding? Because I've lost control of my life. <laughs> Here's your pudding, Angelica. Oh, that's okay, Uncle Stu. I'm not hungry anymore. I'm here with my friends. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew, and we have a special guest with us today, (laughs) our friend Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Great to have you. Great to be here live. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. This is where the magic happens. (laughs) I'll never be able to imagine it differently now when I listen. Uh, Very good. Well, before we get going today, we thought we'd really dig into Chris's question asked on episode two, favorite theme songs. Uh, he asked us to ponder the question of um, best friend, girlfriend, and arch enemy. Yeah, I I remember it well. <laughs> it was yesterday. I really like how you're linking the episodes together. Um, okay, so my um, my best friend was Goo for. I don't really know if I even have to explain that. I don't know. Goo's kind of a jerk. Uh, yeah, but he gets things done. He's not boring. Like, it's. I think it's good in life, if, if, I'm, if there are any younger listeners out there who are maybe in the market for a best friend, I'd recommend getting a kind of a jerky best friend that gets stuff done because a couple of reasons. First of all, you end up having more adventures that way. First of all, which is really good. Second of all, even if that person's a jerk, you always look better by comparison. So, like, everyone loves Alfie. Uh, and the reason they love Alfie, maybe they wouldn't if he had a different best friend, but because Goo's obviously a jerk, yeah, people overlook your own flaws, and I respect that as someone who has a lot of flaws. Finally. Third reason, um, I don't know, I'll, I'll just stick with this first reason. I don't want to over, no, oversell no, no. Goo, but, yeah. I think, but believe me, it was a thoughtful answer. Okay. Uh... As far as my girlfriend, that's uh, being Dina. I mean, that just felt like a no-brainer for me, too. Uh, I, I heard some critique about uh, maybe her being a little bratty or a little self-absorbed. Or uh-huh. a little, um, uh, I don't know, just in general, not likable. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think you guys are missing a key idea here, that she's a babe. <laughs> uh, you don't think Alex Mack is a babe? No, she's... She's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's homely. No, I'd Give say Ellen. Uh, Ellen is homely. Ellen is homely, but Alex, Alex Mack, Maybe Ellen is com- a poor, poor woman's Alex Mack. <laughs> they're, they're going with that plain Jane, like, I'm, I'm an, I'm a hero on the inside. I'm interesting on the inside. They do the tomboy yeah, thing where she has her head on backwards. Yeah, trying too hard. Dina knows who she is. She's not trying to be anyone else because she obviously she's isn't very cool yeah she's well oh, i think she thinks she's cool she thinks yeah, she's cool yeah. but we all know no one thinks she's cool i mean i don't want to date her because i think she's cool yeah donkey oh. lips thinks she's cool no come on after that don- after that episode where she uh oh, spurns the, donkey lips yeah. at the dance uh, yeah oh yeah ruined it for me that's yeah and i am sensitive to that and i <laughs> i agree that it is a risk um however i think i just kind of have a soft spot for uh kind of girly girls okay you know i it's not you know it's, it's just who i am i'm just trying okay to be honest. yeah <laughs> okay lastly uh the big one <laughs> well 
I'm gonna save some of this for later. <laughs> it, it actually transitions nicely into our conversation um, today. Oh. But I mean, Gary, he's got this combination of like, he's like sensitive and um, not picky. He's like, uh, help me out here. It's like sensitive, mm. but he's like kind of a know-it-all. Like he's, yeah. he like wants things uh, one way. So you can't I have it both see, ways, Gary. I, I see your point. Like, uh, I don't agree with it, but he 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 thinks he he thinks that there's one way to see the world. I definitely <laughs> think he thinks he's superior. Yeah, he's got oh. a superiority complex plus being sensitive. That is the the worst personality combination you can have. I opinion. just think he's like the adult in this situation. They're so, all besides Tucker. They're all pretty much the same age. They are, but he's the only one that's like holding this group together. If it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be getting together. I think. So yes, he's a necessary evil. I agree, <laughs> but. <laughs> The whole reason you think he's an adult is because he doesn't let anyone else be an adult. You know, he lets I'm you know. I'm sure that you can even <laughs> gather all of this from what we see of him. Okay, I don't want to all right, all right, all right. If you're listening, Gary, you know, <laughs> I know that that's probably your real personality. But he's a weatherman in Canada. Of course he is. Huh. <laughs> what do you mean? Of course he is. <laughs> the Who exact is more job that you dislike than a weather person. I don't. I don't know. Just need attention. I don't know. <laughs> Need to know everything, know it all, attention seeker. Oh, oh boy. Grow up, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> alright, 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 right, let's move on. So what are we we're talking about our ideal Nickelodeon families. That perfect yes, fam if you could assemble that perfect family <laughs> come what home a, to. Um yeah, I don't know. We didn't talk too much about exactly what criteria. I, so this was kind of I think it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so do you, uh, who do you want to start with? What what uh, family member would you like to start with? Um, let's start with brother. Okay. That's, that's what I did first. Okay. Um, I, maybe this was kind of easy, but I went with Little Pete. Okay. I, <laughs> and maybe it's because I had a younger brother, so that relationship ah. always kind of, yeah. like, felt really real to me maybe more than any of the other ones yeah um, and i just uh like his character you know he's the one getting them in trouble all the time and uh he's doing he, the goofiest stuff he even though he gets them into trouble he's also a go-getter he, yeah he he, he's got this and weird... he's not a jerk uh <laughs> he can be to older pete yeah but i mean that's that's part for the course <laughs> I mean, that's what you get okay all right. Any thoughts on Little Pete? I would definitely not have picked Little Pete. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to leave it there. But, but it's interesting. I started with Brother as well. That was the first mm. thing I wrote down. What was the first thing you wrote down? I did Sister first. Mm. And maybe it's because I have mm. sisters. Yeah. I have only sisters, too. Huh. Kind of. So maybe you yearn for brothers. I think that that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, who did you, who'd you go with? Um, so I was having trouble narrowing it down, so I picked older, younger, and twin. If you want me to just say Wait one. a minute. Wait, what? I didn't know if we were going older or younger brother, so I picked both. <laughs> and Wait in, case, in case it was a twin brother, I also had to pick that. But I can narrow it down to, to one, if, if that's... Well, fair. now I'm too interested, but I think I am going to ask you to narrow it to one. But what, what did you Yeah, have? we have close calls. I mean, yeah, well, we have close yeah. calls. Okay. Um, I will say I would like my twin brother to be Skeeter, cousin Skeeter. 
Why twin? <laughs> Cousin Skeeter. Um, I don't have a good reason. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I want my older brother to be Big Pete. Yeah, I'll just go, I'll bet, yeah. I would rather have Big Pete as an older brother than Little Pete as a younger brother. That's another thing was that I was the older brother, so I picked Little Pete partially because of that. I was like, hmm. that, I don't know. Yeah, I needed a steadying force in my life. Okay. I needed it. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, he didn't have he's it. so earnest, but like open to the possibility yeah. of other things, which I don't know, I just love it. Yeah. I'll just end there. But Skeeter, you pick Skeeter. Yeah, but I'm, I'm changing it. I'm not doing <laughs> To <that>. Big Pete? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm changing it to Big Pete. <laughs> All right, so leaving Skeeter in the dust... Uh, I feel really bad for the one I didn't so you say. Picked a, the one I well, didn't say is really the one that like, deserves to be my brother. <laughs> you could, who could do? Who I could do the best work for? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that. We'll get to it in close calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, for my brother, I picked Keenan. Hmm. Like um, yeah. I I wasn't really thinking about older or younger. I just thought like, who would I want my brother? Who would be a cool brother okay. to have? Uh, I think on Keenan and Kel, Keenan does a really good job of um, protecting Kyra, his younger sister, especially when she's like falling in love with Kel. You know, he he plays that protector role, uh, plus being really cool. Um, the walls in his house are just like he seems like a really he gets it. Uh, uh, someone on Twitter pointed out like on his wall he has like a, Mal- um, a Malcolm X poster, and uh, so he's he's. He's uh he gets it. He's a fully formed character. He's funny. He's smart. He's knowledgeable. He's protective of his sister. And as a friend, I kind of you know I like the way he works with Kel. Um, so I think he'd be like a cool brother to come home to. I think he'd be pretty. Cool. He's good. He can be bossy. Of all the characters that are bossy, uh, I mean with Kel. And I agree. Yeah, yeah, Kel yeah. kind of needs. But that's to a be friend relationship. A bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I thought that was a very thoughtful take. I'm impressed. Well, thank you. When you said it, I'm like, oh. but your reasoning is very, very solid. This, this is family we're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. All right, so okay. uh, we have Little Pete, Big Pete, and Keenan. All right, good, good that's a trio right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, sister next. Let's do sister. I went. This really. Uh, we haven't talked much about this show yet, but I went with Reggie Rocket from Rocket Power. It's about showing everyone that girls surf hard, too. We're calling it a peaceful surfing expression session protest of the male-dominated surf magazine industry. Wow. Oh. Um, uh, I was she, not a Rocket Power fan, so yeah. I, mm, I, mm. I I can't even sp- I'm aware of it. some Rocket Power fans okay. uh, that have been listening that are irritated we haven't brought it up <laughs> at all. But... Uh, this is a this is um she's again kind of the grounding force in the group of kids and she yeah. I don't know she's the one kind of looking after them and uh, just kind of has her whole act together which I guess is what I'm what I needed you know I guess I'm thinking of her as an older sister even though I don't know she, yeah uh, you know, might have been younger at the time but uh, yeah I think hmm. What are some of her other attributes? Yeah. Paint a picture here. (laughs) Does she wear a helmet all the time? Don't they all wear helmets? (laughs) Well, they're all doing uh, extreme sports. Um, But she, I don't know. She, I mean, she's really just that grounding force, like keeping everything together. Every time something goes awry, she's kind of the one that like 
keeps everything from completely falling apart. She's like the smart one of the group. Hmm. A fixer. You could say that. (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm I am surprised by that pick, but I'm 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 happy you're repping. Yeah. A show that I guess we would I never talk about. I thought that one was pretty easy. I didn't yeah. feel like there was a lot of... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, a lot of good people that I would have for my sister. <laughs> I um, thought it very difficult. Yeah, I, I thought sister was so tough. Many. Hmm. I mean, I had some close calls, but not a whole ton. Okay. All right. I like that you're pandering. Too. But I kind of went with like <laughs> what the characters were, too. So like I kind I was thinking of the sisters that are on these shows. Mm-hmm. I ca- like I picked a sister. You know, I didn't go with a completely random pick. So hmm. make that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, sister. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like I picked the the objectively best sister here, which would be hmm. Clarissa. Yeah, that was close for me. Um, I mean, she's just super cool. Uh, especially if you're able to divorce her from Melissa Joan Hart, the actor. Not yes. that I have anything against her, but like just the character of Clarissa. If you rewatch that, she's just she she's angsty, but she's like interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's interested. Like I would, I I know that my music taste would have been fully uh, influenced by her. Like I would have been like into Ten Thousand Maniacs. And, <laughs> uh, what else is she? They might be it? giants. Is she into they might There's be giants. A poster on the wall oh really yeah. i mean I'm, exactly exactly she's she's super cool um and i also you get the bonus of getting to know sam which would have been really cool i want her as my oldest sister it'd be cool to get to know sam i think that sam's pretty cool she's very patient i think too with like ferguson yeah i mean i think ferguson i yeah, Though, think... she doesn't seem to spend much time with Ferguson. Oh, he's the, as the older absolute sister. worst. I know. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> I don't think he wants... I think the bigger thing is he doesn't want to spend time with her. I think be. he's embarrassed by her. It could be. Although, she might be embarrassed by him, she too. Should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen him? <laughs> I don't think he's all that bad. I... <laughs> I, I don't think that you think that. You named... Who, who, who named the, the category of Fergusons? I think Andrew came up with that. Oh. Yeah. But you signed off on <laughs> I, I totally get it. He's annoying, but um, he's he's the Angelica of Nickelodeon <laughs> boys. He's the yin to her yang. She he's necessary. He's a necess uh, to use the he term again. A, he's a necessary yeah, evil. He, yeah, he's a great part of the show. Yeah, I mean, but, and it, I think that is a testament to how cool she is. That yeah, to make her yang or yeah. yang. I've also heard that it's yang. <laughs> okay, really. uh, uh, just so despicable and annoying and like business driven and yeah. capitalistic yeah. and you know ultra conservative ultra conservative yeah. that just testifies how cool Clarissa is yeah period alright I Clarissa I think Clarissa yeah, was um, she's not my close call but she was under consideration nice. for me um, ultimately I decided to go with I think what is the ultimate supportive sister uh, and that is that is Annie Mack from the uh, Secret World of Alex Mack uh, who um God, Uh, I'm the only one bringing it up, but uh, I don't love it. I just think there are some really interesting characters on the show. I think Annie is, I think, like, without a doubt, she's a good sister. She really seems to care about Alex. Um, But the fact that she has this information that that, the secret, you know, the secret of Alex Mack, 
she's really kind of the Keenan thing, I guess. She's really protective about Alex and what happens to Alex and wants to make sure that even though she has this thing that she's not taken advantage of or uh, hurt in any way. Yeah, my only problem with her is she's a little overbearing. About but pretty Alex, much everything. But Alex happening. needs I, that. I, I Alex know, is, is a little a, reckless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's almost this plays the same role as the Reggie Rocket character, except that Reggie like does stuff with the other characters. <laughs> yeah, like, is part of the adventure. Annie's not very fun, but if <laughs> Keenan's my brother, uh, Keenan's supplying the fun, and Annie is <laughs> yeah, taking balance. care of business. <laughs> yeah, on a, on a more grounded level. This is so fun knowing you guys because I feel like I'm like getting like this. This makes so much sense psychologically. Like for both of your picks, hmm. brother and sister Joe, you mentioned keeping secrets, and you're like one of the most secretive people I know. That makes so much sense. I'm not that secretive. Oh, yeah. well, your your true colors are really coming out now. Yeah. Here. But what would these pick? I, I don't see. I don't think your picks are very revealing. Well, wait. <laughs> All right, okay. uh, so Annie Mac is my sister. So we got nice. uh, Reggie Rocket, Reggie Rocket, uh, Clarissa, mm-hmm. and, and Annie for sisters. I'm surprised by the Annie Mac, but yeah, but good pick. This good is pick. great. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, I'll go with Mom next. Mom, okay. This was tough for me. I and it really made me realize how little you see of like parents in general, but mm-hmm. moms especially, totally. like just get little clips of them. Yes. Um, and I don't like to pick two things from one show, but I went with Joyce Wrigley. Is that what you think I want to do? Make you feel bad? Well, I don't. Pete, you're my little boy, and I make rules for you because I love you. Yeah. Uh, She's a great mom. Yeah. Really. Rocket Power, too? No. (laughs) Wrigley. Pete and Pete. Oh. Very good. Um, yeah, I think in my mind she's like the Nickelodeon mom, um, and but she's not like a total. She, you know, she's not the character that comes in just to scold the kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Like she is also part of the fun sometimes, and like, yes, and gives into some of their craziness. Like I mean, gives them a little space. You yeah, know, she's really, like. really patient with them. I love the the Nightcrawler episode where she's kind of battling with Pete about. Yeah, curfew, yeah. and he's trying to stay up for what, like eleven days, and she pretty much, Pete's about to give up, and she's no, let's play some flashlight tag, yeah. let's go, um, instead of rubbing it moment. in at the end. And, she... Yes, yeah. So she has those really strong mom moments, and, and, uh, and she seems pretty quick. Like she seems yeah, she knows smart. what's going on. Um, but also she has that kind of like wacky ish side to her. Um, and part of it's the plate in her head, like causing her to do crazy things. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. She's a really good balance, really good balance character. I really like her. Yeah. And they give her some serious moments. Uh, again, to talk about the call, call. that whole, I don't want to spoil it. If you guys haven't seen the call, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Tease it. Yeah. Tease it. Yeah. We may talk about it sooner than later. Um, yeah, she's Joyce Wrigley, so really good pick. Go watch the call, kids. <laughs> Just do yourself a favor. <laughs> okay, mom was really tough for me. I ultimately went with, I don't know her name, 
But the mom from Gullah Island? <laughs> hey there! So glad you could stop by! <laughs> no, 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 Nick no, Jr. is fair too. game, and actually, I just... I didn't think of her. That's a really good yeah. pick, I think. Yeah. Um, if I would have remembered Nick at night, I might have ventured into that territory. But uh, Nick Jr., um, the, the, the the mom from Gullah Island, is just, just radiates positivity. Yes. That's what I need. Yeah, I need, that's I need attention true. Yeah. And affirmation <laughs> <laughs> and positivity because I'm a dark, dark soul. <laughs> she uh, she got a radiant voice. Oh, beautiful voice. Um, she's great with Binya Binya. Yeah, that's not that, that's a wild creature. That is, yeah, you have to be a special type of parent to allow that creature in your home. <laughs> yeah, a giant. It's not even a fully grown frog. It's no. a, it's a it's a polywog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's, that's a good choice. Um, she's, uh, I mean, I vaguely remember the show now, but, uh, she was really, like, there to serve those kids, like, whims, whatever fun they wanted to have. Well, now you're making me seem like a jerk. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I liked her. I liked her. Uh, I went with Virginia Woolf from Rocco's Modern Life, who is Heifer's adopted mother. Your name is Virginia Woolf? Yeah. <laughs> I would 100% pick that. I love Virginia Woolf. So, yeah, there's the literary reference, but Virginia is the ultimate picture of the mother who's trying to keep the family from yeah. self-destructing. Um, she's got a bunch of neurotic tendencies. I love that when she's really under the pressure of things aren't going well, she has that tick where she just grinds her teeth even though she's smiling. I think... This is maybe my least personal pick because I just think she's a really funny character and any anytime she's in Rocco, I think she's one of the best parts. And her name is Virginia Wolf. And her name's Virginia Wolf. I mean, uh so yeah, if you recall Heifer is from a family of wolves. And um it, there's a there's a great episode Who's for Dinner where Heifer finds out that he is not uh oh, yeah. he is not naturally born of the wolf family. Um so, yeah, she just really cracks me up. Um, so my pick for mom would be Virginia Woolf. So we have Joyce Wrigley. I don't know the mom, the mom from Gullah Gullah Island. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Virginia Woolf. Go read some Virginia Woolf, kids. <laughs> All ties together. You have any favorites? Um, well, if you're feeling like something weird, I would recommend The Waves, but it's very weird. Um, you know what? I think my favorite ultimately is a room of one's own it's a beautiful essay on uh on what it is to be a woman writer um and it's it like is so experimental in the different uh forms it takes it's it it kind of famously reimagines what if shakespeare had a sister yeah that's kind of the famous part of it but it's it's really smart she's super smart she's super funny and like that's where stream of consciousness writing comes from uh Virginia Woolf. Okay. There you go. Nice. Okay. Dad or pet? We'll say pet for last, I think. Okay. So let's <laughs> let's go to dad. Um, so dad, I went with Stu Pickles. An inventor of my stature can't be worried about petty financial details. My mind has to be free to create. Oh. Well, when does an inventor of your stature intend to finish this bubble thing? Did Mozart's wife ask him how long it would take to finish his requiem? Stu, Mozart died without finishing his requiem. Okay, bad example. Okay. Um, mostly because of his uh, 
inventing the toys all yeah. the time. Just yeah. like to have a parent that's a toy inventor and you have that like toy workshop yeah. in your house. Um, just a really great, uh, really great thing. Plus, I mean, he's a good guy. He's goofy yeah. and isn't paying attention so much to what these kids are doing, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but I really like him. Um, just something, a uh, little fact about the guy who did Stu's voice uh. is he was, Jack Riley is his name and he was born in Cleveland oh. and he is known for things such as the Bob Newhart show, Spaceballs, Boogie Nights, Seinfeld, and Chairman of the Board. You... <laughs> The the, the, the the carrot top masterpiece. Um, he was in those like as a, um, yeah, an actor. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Um, and he died like last oh. August, less than a year ago. That's a uh, that's a real bummer. Yeah. Man. But he's a influential type guy. Yeah. Losing all the greats, Adam West. Yep. Yep. Who's uh, of course, Principal Schwinger on Pete and Pete. Uh, yeah. You guys know. I don't know, have any like fun facts like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had trouble with the dads too. Although I think there are better dads than moms. Um, I uh, ultimately went. I had doubled up here. Um, went with Clarissa's dad. I forgot. I think his name is mm. Marshall. Yeah, I think it's Marshall, darling. Uh. Yeah, Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, he's like uh, that goofy. Um, just really positive, supportive dad. And there's that episode where he turns into like the cool dad from hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big deal because they said hell on. <laughs> um, and he like puts on these cool sunglasses. I remember that one. Yeah, that, that is a really good one. And I am a, I'm a sucker for cool dads. Yeah. Just, yeah, I like dads who try to be cool. I think and he's really smart. And he's really smart. Yeah. 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 And, but he doesn't rub it in your face like Gary. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, they're at different points in their lives. Did I get to you at all? I mentioned to you recently that you would be the cool dad. Like, uh, if you have kids, that you would be the cool dad character. I don't know if I remember that. Thank you. Uh, it is what I, I thought maybe that played be. into it. It's already inspired what I, how I buy my shoes. Uh, started rolling out my pants. You're going to have to start watching some Clarissa again and taking notes. Yeah. For sure. Probably my most memorable uh, moment of him of that character is uh, when they got the like MC Hammer pants. Him and Sam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is uh, the first category where we have some re- repeating. So mm-hmm. I also picked Stew Pickles. Wow. Um, I I considered a bunch of people, but I kind of kept coming back to him because he is just a mixture of. He's really cool. He has really interesting hobbies. Um, I like his little tics. He, I don't know. He just seemed like the all-around kind of dad. He's very dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he is probably the funniest of the dads on Nickelodeon. He actually was very quick-witted. And I, fighting words. <laughs> funniest dad on Nickelodeon. That's a, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Look for it next week. Uh, funniest, <laughs> Him and dads. Uh, his interaction with his brother. Yeah, yeah, is really that great. Really like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Drew Pickles. <laughs> Real Ferguson. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, his interactions with the adults were going back and watching it very adult-like. It wasn't. 
the his dialogue I felt was less for kids and mm. more for the parents watching the show, which makes sense. Um, but he's really funny and he's kind of wacky and uh, yeah. So yeah. Stu is, I think Stu's a great pick. Nice. So we got two Stews and a Marshall. <laughs> Are you, that yeah? should be the name of something. <laughs> <laughs> two Stews and a Marshall. <laughs> Rename the podcast. <laughs> Uh, all right well pets pets this was pretty tough for me i mean it could have gone a lot of ways but um finally i decided on elvis uh clarissa's pet or security alligator yeah uh really (laughs) my kind of pet i forgot about elvis (laughs) this looks weird he doesn't have to you don't have to like do that much for him yeah he's hanging out um, and I think it was just really great on the little fact, Mitchell Kriegman from Clarissa Explains It All, who came up with the idea of Elvis, um, came up with it because he wanted something that wasn't a cat or a dog. Um, and they stopped showing him like pretty quickly because it was just like, uh, every once in a while they'd pan over and look at Elvis and yeah. that'd be it. So they thought it would get too boring, but... I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was I like that. Yeah. yeah. Should have thrown a couple like shots in there at times where you totally don't expect it. You know? <laughs> That's a really Let's good see pick. What Elvis, is Elvis. I uh, Elvis was a last minute cancel for me. <laughs> I had Elvis. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then I decided that like, you know, part of having a pet is being able to interact with it, and like Elvis doesn't really do much. Okay. Mm. Except have a cool name and like I like his presence on the show more than like I would realistically okay so um I went with Porkchop yeah uh which I'm guessing Joey's gonna pick I'm just gonna call that uh because they're such suckers uh I like that he's able to communicate without being so um unrealistic that he speaks English I I like that because I think that you know, some people have those relationships with their dogs. Um, yeah, I think he's the he's the cooler of he and Doug. Like he'd be almost like a good. He's almost like Doug's brother. You know? Yeah. Uh, and Doug needs that insecure little boy that he is. <laughs> boy, you got some real hangups on Doug. <laughs> I also guy. like that uh, he can do human things. Yeah. I mean, I would. Uh, you know, it's almost like having an, another human around that can't talk, but it's capable of doing all the stuff that... Best kind of human. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just talk. All right, poor Um Well, Chris, you know me very well, because I, I went with Gary from Spongebob. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I didn't even... Gary from Oh, boy. No, Gary from Spongebob, the snail. Uh, uh, enter my mind. He, I think, is, uh, a, I don't know, just a great pet. He's very yeah. loyal to Spongebob without ever really indulging him. Uh, he He's very properly disgusted with Spongebob while still being a good pet. Um, he's a snail that meows, which is comical. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I came home and there was a snail there, a large snail that meowed, it would really brighten my day up, I feel like. Uh, Porkchop is almost too active for me. He... You guys are going to look at your pets. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just... He's 
too in, I, could you ever really relax with Pork Chopper on? He's too smart. You gotta entertain him all the time. He's getting crushes on other dogs. He's almost killing BB at the lake, even though oh, he was he trying deserved. to save her. And... Uh, yeah, but I bet he like gives massages. So you want a slave pet? <laughs> I want a, I want like a companion. I think I like. I think Gary's a very good pick. I right. think if I would have thought of Gary, I would have picked Gary. But I stand by. <laughs> All right. Um, I know we weren't planning to talk about it, but something that kind of struck me, is there a certain house from any of the shows that in which the families live that you feel like would have been a really cool house to live in now that we know who our families are? Alright. While you guys think, I, uh, I don't like the show very much. I was talking with my (laughs) sisters earlier about this, but I think living, like, Wild Thornberry style, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of just living out in nature, traveling around... Uh, seeing beautiful places, that would be my pick for my family. Yeah. We would be close enough that we could deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like Very that. good. Um, um, I like, I think I tend to stray towards the regular type houses, like the Doug house mm-hmm. or the Clarissa house. I mean, they're not quite totally plain, but yeah. um, I, like, I mean, they both, ha- they all have like big rooms that they can yeah rugrats can... feels like it has pretty big rooms yeah it does okay but you would stray towards yeah i it, uh, you see the world from their perspective but even still it seems kind of wide open sounds risky <laughs> okay probably doug's doug's yeah, yeah. it's got a nice nice setup his room's really nice uh i mean hey arnold's room i would say is oh, probably the yeah. best room yeah, yeah. yeah. um but, He's got like the skylight. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. Could you live with all the boarders in the boarding house? No, I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't. I would. I, he's got the best room, but I would pick kind of where you were going with it. I would pick the treehouse from Land of the Lost. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It seemed cozy. You're in a safe space where you can fearlessly observe dinosaurs. I, I'm, I'm changing my tears. I think, <laughs> I think it's the wrong decision. But, you know, to each their own. Naturally. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that wraps up our families. Um, so now it's time to talk about close calls. Um, you just want to fly through them yeah we can just like rattle off some stuff say okay. if we agree disagree um, big pete and alfie were my brothers mm-hmm. uh, the Pete's didn't make it for me even hmm. i i love no secret i love pete and pete but they just i wouldn't want them to be my brothers i don't know i mean little pete is just too much to deal with i think at all times and older pete while he serves a purpose in the show, I think is not a very fun brother. He's got a little Gary in there. Yeah, he does. I know. He does. I thought about that. Okay. It's and like who... almost what they said on the uh, that Pete and Pete episode where they're doing like attack ads against each other. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a, a hard no, not a hard days, Pete. That's um with oh, Rolling, yeah, yeah, with yeah, rolling yeah, Thunder. They're, they're campaigning for the bowling yeah, ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when Pete's collide. Yeah, when Pete's collide. <laughs> 
Yeah, those those campaign ads are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, brothers. so close call the, for brothers. Yeah. Uh, the the other person I seriously considered outside of Keenan was uh, Pete Wolf from Rocco, who's part of Heifer's family. Um, huh. He was really angsty. In fact, he <laughs> oh, yeah. the show never comes out and says it, but he's trans. Uh, he wore he wore like a women's clothes and like hmm. cheer, cheerleader outfit, oh, yeah. and so he just seemed like a really, uh, he, at the very least, he'd be very interesting to live live with. It, it was always a fun dynamic because Heifer's dad never really will acknowledge yeah. that Pete is uh, dad's kind of a jerk, kind of old fashioned. Yeah, guy. screams a lot. Yeah, so he seemed kind of like a cool hmm. pick. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, um, my brother miscall is Sponge. Um, mm. You know he's a brother? Wait, what? Is he a brother? To anyone? Well, you guys picked some picks that weren't quite the oh, characters. Does someone, have to, someone right? have to have a brother in order to be a brother pick? I didn't even consider I think that. so. No, I thought we were That's what I was going off of, but I... Oh, I guess... Oh, Keenan does have a, a sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot. I thought... Well, I'm sure... So no, 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 okay. Right. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. I, I, no, that's still... That's legit. My initial pick, so... Um, fine, if he doesn't fit the rules... No, I, I, <laughs> It's close calls. Who, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, fine. I mean, not necessarily because I uh, think he's cool, but because I could really, I think, between... Between what I'm bringing to the table and what he's bringing to the table, I think we get... <laughs> Okay. We can get something done. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, Sponge makes a lot of sense. That's one where knowing you, Sponge makes sense to me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for sisters, I also had Judy and Clarissa as close calls. Judy? Uh, yeah. Judy. yeah. Judy was also my close what? call. Oh, she's really interesting and, yeah. and oh, kind of gosh. dry and sarcastic. Yeah. And like the most over dramatic person this side of Angel. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of what. That's a good character, you know. Yeah, good character. Tough yeah. Sister. Well, that's part of the whole thing. Whole uh, whatever, thing. I like the whole yeah. picking. Chris know. doesn't like Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got? Uh, I have Phoebe um, from Harold. Uh, as my close call sister. She's um, Helga's the little girl that oh. runs around. Yeah, with Helga. yeah, yeah. She's like, I feel, I need to rescue her. Yeah, I like Helga. Enough <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Uh, mom? Close call on mom? You didn't have any close sisters? Oh, yeah. Oh, Judy, Judy. yeah, Judy. Judy. Yeah. Um, mom, I had uh, the Wild Thornberry's mom, Marion Thornberry. Um, grandma Gertrude from Hey Arnold. And Vita Funny, Doug's mom. Yeah, she's a really good mom. Oh, you know, huh. uh, I just think all really strong, good, uh, memorable moms. Yeah. Um, I'm not really happy with my mom's close calls. <laughs> one's not a mom, so I know Joey's going to hate it. <laughs> but the the one that is a mom is uh, Betty, I believe was her name, the Phil and Lil's mom. Oh, mm. yeah. She's a real, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. confident. She's, com- she's confident. She's working out. I mean, I we could all use... To be in a little better shape, especially at this age, <laughs> fellas. Um, so I think I'd appreciate that. I, I like to imagine, you know, what if I like started working out when I was like seventeen? Then I wouldn't like feel scrawny and fat at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh, and then my other one, who I'd imagine be a great mom and probably is a mom now, is Lori Beth. Uh, uh, 
I think she'd be... Lori Beth's a pretty good pick for <laughs> just about anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except contestants on a game show, as Jim pointed out. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Joey's going to edit this out, though, because she's not actually a mom. I'm going to stick with the rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a stickler. I'm a stickler. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, my mom was Joyce Wrigley for... Yeah. Uh, clip for close calls uh, for all the reasons you mentioned. I think... Uh, there was a lot of comedy from the plate in the head. I think they did a good job of showing serious side, funny side, and I think she was just a very caring mom. Yeah. Uh, perhaps of anybody we mentioned, Marshall Marshall Darling, I think, was actually a very caring father. But Joyce was, I think, like a real. Protect- we saw kind of a lot of her too, compared yeah. to a lot of the moms. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Dad, I had Nigel Thornberry, Grandpa Phil, and Don Wrigley. Nigel, uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Curry. That was part of the reason why I picked him. (laughs) Uh, But really memorable, Dad, just goofball. Uh, And Don Wrigley, again, kind of like close to Joyce Wrigley Mm -hmm. in the role. Like, just kind of a... A little more of a doofus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Grandpa Phil just really being Grandpa, uh, being, uh, Arnold's, like, father figure. Yeah. Uh, I think he does a really good job. That's and a... He's always got Arnold's back, and I like that, and it's gotta be tough, you know. I think it's a great pick. Oh, so great picks. <laughs> Grandpa Phil? Yeah, he's I mean, he's he in had the father children. role, you know. Allegedly. <laughs> he's a grandpa. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> You were just singing his praises last week. Oh, I love him. I just would have picked him for my dad. If I, <laughs> I, that was um, I had Nigel Thornberry as well. What? And, <laughs> shocker. It's kind of a weird thing to have. And also, uh, Michael Malley as, as the guts. The guts is Michael Malley. <laughs> I mean, if keep, we're... Keep you active. Yeah, right. you rather have Michael Malley as a dad than Kirk Fogg? Yeah. <laughs> That's just the wrong call. I'm not even gonna address <laughs> I mean, Michael Malley would be an absent father. <laughs> he would be out drinking, partying. Kirk would, would be there step by step. Yeah, <laughs> Explaining every single <laughs> moment of your life to you yeah. as it happened. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll be like, I need to you continue to break the rules without any regard. Uh, <laughs> um, my dad was Ben Ernst or Mr. Ernst mm. from Hey Dude uh, as a close call. Uh, I, I forgot. I, I like Mr. Ernst because uh, I like a dad who runs a camp in the middle of Arizona <laughs> with a bunch of kids, uh, a dude ranch. And I think it probably takes a kind of a cool... Even though he's portrayed as a real bumbling, awkward guy, he I think must be very in touch. Plus, I don't think there's a mom. I don't think there's a mom figure for Buddy. Yeah. I think it's just Buddy yeah. and Ben. And uh, I think it takes a strong, a strong parent to not only run the camp but you know rear this child. Man's sure. Dad. But he's not portrayed that way. Dad's but he. Dad. But inside, he must. Dad's he must. Yeah, it's almost like I assume they moved from a city. Yeah, right? yeah he's well. He, he has his New, a... he, New York City, I think, because he's always got his mess hat. Buddy always has a mess oh, hat yeah. on. Um, so here's this guy who's picked up. Who knows? We left behind, and 
He's, he is holding it together. Yeah, he holds the whole the ranch. dude ranch together. It's kind of unbelievable. I'm almost that. talking myself out of stew and into <laughs> Mr. Ernst, but uh, either way, I think they're both winners. That's another uh, character who is also on Seinfeld, or another actor, Mr. Ernst. Oh, yeah. Uh, what episode is he in? The uh, hand model. Oh, yeah, hand model. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Pet close call? Mine were cat dog, pork chop, and grr. <laughs> cat dog. <laughs> the only reason I didn't pick it for my <laughs> ultimate pet is because it would just be too much work, too much talking. But You think? <laughs> but it's so weird that I had oh to pick it. Yeah. I mean, it had to be in there. It had to be in consideration. I'm shocked. <laughs> cat dog is the most obnoxious character. <laughs> He's like... The Gary of the cartoon characters. But as a pet, you know, it could talk to you, tell you what's, what it's thinking. Two, it's like just having two people there. That's too much work. Pork chop was it too much work. work. That's, yeah. why, that's why I didn't pick it. But, um, but also, I would, I would uh, now consider Cat Dog for Ferguson. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I hadn't been thinking about it, but I am now. Um, also, Gurr from... Uh, Invader Zim. He's like kind of his pet. I mean, he's a robot, so he yeah. can do all kinds of stuff. And That's kind of cool. Yeah. Hilarious and goofy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Spike. Oh, Spike, yeah. Regrets. Spike. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's just a good dog. Just yeah. a good dog. Just a real yeah. salad. Yeah, he's probably the most realistic dog or pet of any of these shows. Yeah. Yeah. You hate cat dogs <laughs> so much. You don't even want it to be a close call. <laughs> uh, for my pet, when, when we started this podcast, I did not think I would, if someone listened, I would be identified with two shows, which is Alex Mack and uh, La- 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 Land of the Lost. But I'm going with Tasha from Land of the Lost, <laughs> who is some prehistoric ape. Or monkey of some sort. Uh, She communicates kind of like a pork chop. She communicates without using words. Um, She's really useful to the to the family. Um, (laughs) That's an ethical call then to refer to her as a pet. Some might call. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, almost a a human. Humanoid. <laughs> She's that weird in between where they kind—they don't totally treat her as a, hu- a human. They clearly know she's a creature. She lives in their home. Uh, yeah. Definitely better than cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Tasha was a, yeah, I, no, I like, a, a Tasha was an interesting pick. All right, so those are close calls. Uh, so then let's wrap up with Ferguson's. <laughs> I had to go with Ferguson. Hmm. With the Ferguson. <laughs> this would be the Not time much to... Needs to be said about him. <laughs> this would be time This to is where use... he really shines yeah. as the the anti brother. Yeah. Kind of. The anti brother. <laughs> I mean, you guys know where I'm going with this. Gary. 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 And that's interesting because for my Ferguson on brother, I went with Tucker. I'd say that makes more sense. I mean, Gary created the monster that is Tucker. I don't think so. I, Tucker... Gary's just trying to rein him in. That's why Gary is the way he is, because of Tucker. I think so. I think so. 
Works the other way around. Too. <laughs> Tucker just wants to be seen. <laughs> uh, you know, I want, Tucker, Tucker and Gary I might be relatable to Pete and Pete. As far as um, yeah. really energetic little brother who's kind of a thorn in the side with older brother who kind of gets things. Yeah. They, yeah, they have a really similar poor, dynamic. Poor, poor <laughs> I would say Gary is a poor man, a much poor man's older Pete. Then. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Tucker, he's a. I just can't. I can't. I can't. Thanks. All right. Um, sister, I went with Megan Parker, the sister from Drake and Josh. The little uh, girl. Oh, Just wow. the worst. <laughs> Always annoyed the hell out of me. Just, uh... I mean, she was good for the show, like, annoying them, but... Yeah. I wouldn't watch her for my real sister. Interesting. Did you have any uh, Ferguson sisters? You, you don't have to. I, mean, I didn't, because I, um... Huh. I think sisters are great. Oh, wow. All sisters, no matter what. <laughs> Sister, sisters are great. I, I also, I had trouble thinking of a sister I truly disliked. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't say Judy, Chris. I mean, seems I like a perfect pick for you to say. Being, something. She's not an anti. Okay. Right. I mean, I think she's cool. I just don't want her as my sister. Angelica, she doesn't have a sibling, but that doesn't bother you. <laughs> I, I know. I was going to say Angelica and Helga, but, but... didn't want to get yelled at. Oh, I Helga has a sister. Oh, she does. Yeah. Then why is she hanging out with Phoebe all the time? Her sister's, like, way older and, like, off to college or something, uh, so you don't really see her that much. Okay. Well, then, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, mom? For mom, I went with Charlotte Pickles, Angelica's mm. mom. Yeah. Just never paying attention to the kids, just absorbed by work. Um, always seemed angry. Just... <laughs> So, yeah, that's the one. I, too. Huh. Good choice. <laughs> without <laughs> without explanation. <laughs> it's just... I'm... Don't need to. Andrew captured it perfectly. <laughs> All right. Uh, I went with um, Janet Darling. Huh. Uh, Clarissa's mom. I don't remember much about her. She's... She's not that much fun. Um... <laughs> I think I think Janet explains where Ferguson came from. I I think Mar- oh, yeah, I think I think Marshall is really Clarissa is Marshall's child mm-hmm. and Ferguson is Janet's child. She's really a little uptight. She is very much by the rules, which I know you you think I would like that, but uh, I think she's to a fault. Um, she gets upset a lot. Yeah, right? she's kind of just a downer. Like she gets disappointed real easily. Yeah. Um, so. I just don't feel Janet, darling. Mar- Marshall, I think. He's just. Um... I know you're feeling. You're picking up what I'm putting down with uh, with Marshall. I think that you're gonna have in a couple episodes. You're gonna retract <laughs> your initial dad and agree with me on Marshall. He's the perfect dad. Yeah, he's a gr- he's a great dad. With Stu, I, I to me they go almost. Yeah. I, I, well, I, Stu's I, a great pick. I, I couldn't. I don't want to take one or the other. So, uh, For me, it was Big Bob Pataki. Oh, uh, Helga's yeah. dad. Yeah. Just a loud mouth and always uh, <laughs> giving her a hard time about everything. Yeah. Um, always, like, just real pushy. Real, you know, always trying to get what he wants and always caring about what he wants more than anything else. So, irritated me. 
Once again, that's exactly my pick. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'd add is that he's a, he's, he's a used car salesman, right? I think that that's, I was trying to remember what he did. Oh, beepers. Oh, Big beepers. Bob's beepers. Big Bob's beepers. I know it was something like most <laughs> like, in case you weren't fully aware, this guy is... Now I almost cool. feel bad, because obviously those beepers are no more, and he must be out of business at this point, assuming his character well, still I'm sure he adapted. Maybe, or maybe he found himself. Maybe he figured maybe. out that, you know, this, he doesn't want to live his life in sales. It's possible. <laughs> There's more to life than no consumerism. Offense. Yeah, no offense, Alan. <laughs> oh All right. Uh, well, then let's just make it a clean sweep. I also went with Bob. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like most of the dads on Nickelodeon have some redeeming quality. Yeah. Um, there's little annoying things. Chucky's dad's a little annoying at yeah. times. But um, Bob is, there was, when I thought about him, I couldn't think of anything very redeeming. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's yeah. a good Ferguson. Well, you're not going to like my pet. <laughs> Because I had Tasha. What? <laughs> no way. It's okay, this is coming from a guy who loves cat dogs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just don't want this, like... Oh. This monkey creature as a pet. I don't know, the whole thing feels weird. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I'm pretty surprised by that. I, it would be a nightmare, I think. You can tell it's As a real pet, from a guy who doesn't doesn't have a lot of experience with pets. He, what do you I mean? He's had cats as a life. Your whole life, I feel like you. I've had a lot a of different pets thing. actually. Just I haven't had any pets that are like. Uh, I haven't had any a dog. Dogs. Yeah. yeah, I guess dogs the only one that's like, in your face all the time. Yeah. Have you had a pet besides a cat? Yeah, fish, Don't mice. Count. Don't count. Oh, why don't they count? What would you count besides cat and dog? Something that has a semblance of a personality. <laughs> okay. Birds? I don't know to... Depends on the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Tasha's an awful pick. Uh... <laughs> an awful good pick for Ferguson. No, no. <laughs> she's really useful. She's nice. I know, but it's almost like another person. Like, we'll set up a house for Tasha on her own. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense with your logic of like low maintenance pets. Okay. If that was your logic, yeah, I mean that was part of it. Thing. That was fun. I know the cat. Well, the cat dog was close call. It wasn't just, the. Just take pet. it back, William. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just, taking it back. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm putting it down as the ultimate Ferguson, uh, or as I'm going to start calling him, the Gary of, of pets, cat dog. Oh, cat dog. That's why you're yes. so against it. Uh, come on, it's like a sentient creature. Cat talk. Both sides of which are super annoying. I don't even know, is the cat more annoying than the dog? Is the dog more annoying oh, than the Oh, it's the cat? dog, obviously. I don't know. <laughs> There's no question about it. Cat's the one trying to, like... The cat's almost like a human. The dog's, like, just trying to run around and be a dog, pretty much. They're both <laughs> terrible. <laughs> they almost can t- take care of themselves. I'm getting a headache right. just thinking about uh, things. So. <laughs> um... So I went with a very obscure uh, pet here. Nice. Um, uh, so I went Fair with enough. I went with a pretty obscure one here. Uh, I went with Evil Chameleon. 
uh, which is a pet, which is a pet that is bought in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, <laughs> in the tale of the chameleons. <laughs> uh, and that uh, that, the, wait, wait, is that the uh, Tia and Tamara Mori? It is. Oh. Yes, and she uh, she purchases she purchases uh, a chameleon as a pet from the store, and things don't go very well. Um, so in this case, this is a straight up evil pet. Okay. I mean, it's, it's wiki page is evil chameleon. (laughs) Um, yeah. And it just wreaks all sorts of havoc. So I wouldn't want to be bringing home evil chameleon. (laughs) There's definitely no redeeming qualities to that one. Right. And that's hard to beat. Hard to top. You spent money on something that almost destroyed your life. Cat. (laughs) Cat dog's not trying to kill you. If if I wasn't going with something really specific for Mario Free the Dark, Cat Dog would have been my first. All right, all right. <laughs> cat Dog is like evil chameleon <laughs> that has an entire series, not yeah. just one twenty-five minute episode. Do you want to no. tease anything about that uh, episode? Because I felt like you were like setting it up pretty well, like and you stopped yourself because you didn't want to. Like, say no, that. I don't want to really. talk. It's not a very good episode, but uh, I like it. All right. You like the evil chameleon? Yeah. yeah, there's definitely lower episodes than that. Yeah, I just feel like the premise is kind of stupid, but. But you know that they must have thought it was going to be good if they got yeah yeah Tamara. Yeah. Um, they must have liked it. Big budget. Read the script. They read that script. This and is the this one. <laughs> book it right now. Um, anyway, so okay, so we we have our families, we have our close calls, and our Fergusons. Uh, Chris, any any thoughts before we close up shop? Um, no. I mean, you haven't mentioned New Radicals once. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that was my thing. Uh, um, well, uh, you know, okay, so I'll, I'll end with this, that I bet Sam would have really been into the New Radicals. Sam oh, yeah. and Clarissa would have been into the New Radicals. Or Sam would have gotten Clarissa into the New Radicals, and that's how I would have gotten into them oh. as Clarissa's younger brother. Hmm. Okay. okay, I think that's fair. Sam, kind of like a alternative vibe. Yeah, but with the with the heart. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. I, despite what Jim said last week, uh, he, I think he's a good guy. Wait, Jim? Oh, I, I haven't listened to it yet. Jim puts down Sam. Uh, Sam was Jim's arch enemy. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than Catdog. Uh, Jim said, "I believe I don't want to misquote too much. I think he pretty much had a problem with the fact that Sam came in through Clarissa's window, oh, yeah. and that if he was a father, he'd have serious <laughs> yeah. issues with a kid sneaking into his daughter's room." He says that said a lot about Sam. Yeah, did he? Uh, <laughs> first of all, sneaking into someone's window is cool. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll not even sure he's show. really sneaking. I mean, he's yeah slamming, he's the, slamming the thing like the on the house like the family knows he's around. Yeah. yeah. They trust him. They're not doing... They're not... They're just friends. <laughs> yeah. If they were, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, I think it'd be different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree, but... Uh, all right. Well. What's your... Okay, can I ask one more question? Sure. What's your favorite New Radical song this week? <laughs> I only know the one song. Okay, so but, go with that one. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. You do what you do. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll go with that one, then. <laughs> um. Probably Jehovah... Made this whole world for you, or what's it called? Jehovah. Joy. Joy. Jehovah made this whole joy for you. Yeah. That's a great song. Um, that's probably been my new radical song for fifteen years. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, every track up to track like eight is great on that. Oh, no, you go past it. Technicolored well, Lover? That's that's my track for this week. Oh, cool, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, thank you for uh, sitting with yeah, us. Yeah, it was great talking. to have you as always. Uh, a lot of uh, contentious picks. <laughs> Well, it's, I gotta bring the. You guys agree so often. It's weird. Like we agree on stuff that I am always surprised when we agree. I always think we're gonna agree on something else, and it, it's usually not the case. Yeah. No. Actually, I think that you guys have a really good dynamic because that surprises me too when you guys agree and disagree. I guess I'm just here to be uh, outraged and. Create <laughs> outrage. That's my role. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good role. Useful. Um, okay, so do you want to talk about what we're doing next week? Next week, we're going to pick our dream snick lineups. Um, what would be your two yeah, hour... From 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Yeah, 8 yeah, o'clock to yeah. 10 o'clock. Yep. And, uh, and I've already started looking. <laughs> snick, it seems like maybe there's only a few shows to pick from, but really, Snick ran for about 12 years, and there's over 25 shows that at some hmm. point appeared in Snick. So there's to narrow to four, <laughs> and we're not just going to do, like, these aren't our favorite four shows ever. It's really about that at 8 o'clock, what do you yeah, want to yeah. see? At 9.30, what do you want to see? It's about the mood. Yeah, yeah. The, the alchemy of them together. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah it, like a mixtape, a mini mixtape. Because ah, so okay. I, yeah, I think that's, that's what Snick is. Yeah. It was, how, did it flow? Did it feel good? There were some times where they would take out a show, and it would really make it feel disjointed. Yeah. One of your favorites all of a sudden disappears. Yeah. And you're just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, one that you didn't think you liked disappears. Yeah. 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 Like, huh. you re- yeah. yeah. So. Life. It's yeah. true. You, ju- <laughs> you just don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> That's why it's important that you get what you give. Mm. Powerful words. All right. So next week, Dream Snick lineup. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at BOC Podcast, as in Big Orange Couch Podcast. Um, we appreciate any interaction. If you guys have requests, uh, things you want to want us to talk about, whether it's verses, episode reviews, or lists like like today, um, shout us out and let us know. You could also email us at Orange Couch Podcast at Gmail. Uh, we're on iTunes. It's really helpful if you leave uh, a review on iTunes. I wanted to thank uh, two people who have left us reviews, which is really appreciated. Uh, like to thank uh, Narum, Narum, and White Grape Juice. Uh, thank you for your five star reviews and your nice comments about the show. Uh, those are really appreciated. Uh, and as always, if you uh, know a friend who likes 90s Nickelodeon or Nickelodeon or podcasts, uh, it's really helpful just to recommend uh, to some or other listeners. What's that? Or, good or just good. Yeah. Plain old good yeah. conversation. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> Stimulates the mind. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. If you're sitting there thinking, you know, what is, if you have a perfect family, um, yeah, like either on Twitter or, or email us your list, and we yeah. we'll, we're willing to share it. You know, next week we'll say, you know, we got an email from Bob, and Bob says absolutely, cat dog is the worst. <laughs> I can't wait. Please do that. I can't wait till the cat dog lovers come out of the woodwork. <laughs> I I want I want you guys to read the perfect families. This this is a really cool idea. And the yeah. Snick, the Snick one too will be really cool. For yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you uh, 
obviously we haven't recorded the Snick episode yet, but if you uh, have your own ideal for episode lineup, again, any any which way, direct message us on Twitter or Gmail, and we'll uh, we'll share what you guys think. Cool. All right. Yeah. See you next time. Tell me you